back pay-per-view undercard featuring matchups that the fans will certainly enjoy and be entertained by. It features the two greatest Mexican-American heavyweights in the history going toe-to-toe in our main event. The pay-per-view undercard begins at 9 Eastern, 6 Pacific time, and it will see former world champion Omar Figueroa Jr. clashing with Abel Ramos in a 12-round welterweight matchup in the co-main event. Plus, sensational super welterweight standout, the undefeated Sebastian the Power, the towering Inferno Fundora, will take on the hard-hitting Jorge Cota in a 12-round battle. To begin the pay-per-view, you will see rising welterweight sensation, I believe he's still 19 years of age, Jesus Ramos Jr., who incidentally happens to be the nephew of Abel Ramos. He will collide against U.S. Olympian Javier Molina in a 10-round welterweight matchup. On top of all that, we have Fox PBC Fight Night that will precede the pay-per-view with the card that's headlined by WBA Super Welterweight World Champion at Islandi, the American Dream Lada, taking on Thomas Lamanam for the WBA Championship in the broadcast beginning at 7 Eastern for Pacific time. The event brought to you by TGB Promotions. Tickets are on sale now. You can purchase them at AXS.com. And also, Dignity Health will be open in a limited capacity following all local and state health guidelines. So the man responsible for promoting May 1st on Fox Sports BBC pay-per-view, my dear friend, a man who knows boxing better than anybody on the planet, please welcome the president of TGB Promotions, Mr. Tom Brown. Thank you, Ray. That's why I love Ray. We're really excited about this pay-per-view card. We have four all-action toss-up fights. And like Ray said, we opened the pay-per-view portion of the show with the young undefeated top prospect, Jesus Ramos, taking on Javier Molina in a 10-round welterweight bout. It's boxing's future versus a veteran Olympian. Then we move into Sebastian, the towering inferno. Fandora taking on Jorge Cota in a 12-round super welterweight bout. It's a rising star versus a real contender. And into the co-main event, the former world champion, Omar Figueroa Jr., taking on Emil Ramos in a 12-round welterweight bout, what I believe will be a Mexican-style Gotti versus Ward fight. The Dignity Health Sports Park, formerly known as the StubHub Center, is the premier outdoor boxing venue in the United States. It's been home to some modern classics, replacing the, fa- the famous Olympic Auditorium. Something just happens to these fighters when they like gladiators walking into the Coliseum. And Andy Ruiz Jr. and Chris Ariola is guaranteed to be another great battle between two Mexican-American warriors, both from Southern California. Throughout history, the minute they've stepped in the ring, Mexican-American fighters have electrified boxing fans. This fight will be a slugfest. Both fighters have fan-friendly, all-action styles. And it's safe to say that both Andy and Chris have never gone into a ring just looking for a win. They want the knockout. So it's going to be bombs away. And again, we have a great, outstanding card from top to bottom. I'm really looking forward to this one. Ray? Thank you very much, Tom. Yes, as he pointed out, this is the perfect venue for a fight like this between Andy Ruiz Jr. and Chris Areola. Well, let's talk about Chris Areola and his esteemed trainer. I mean, he's been around the biggest events in the history of this sport. He's seen everything and anything Without a doubt, he's not only a wonderful commentator on Fox, but he is a legendary trainer who's given so much to the sport of boxing. 
always dressed impeccably in his own unique style. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome the trainer of Chris Areola, the legendary Joe Goosen. Joe. Well, Ray, I have to agree with Tom Brown on this one. You are the best. I mean, I couldn't ask for a better <laughs> intro than that. No, thanks again, Ray. Uh, it's uh, I appreciate it. Yeah, look, um, I think everything Tom said, uh, and I'll narrow it down to the Areola Ruiz fight. The whole card sounds great to me. And uh, some of these guys, I really, really enjoy watching fight. But in regards to the Areola Ruiz fight, I, I, I think Tom said it best, you know, um, that they're both known and noted for what they do and they do best. And that's going for the knockout. And they, they let the fur fly right away. And I know, you know, Eddie's training uh, Andy right now. And I think that's a, that's a heck of a good matchup. Just like I feel Chris and I are a really good matchup. So, you know, uh, I expect both guys to be coming in in great shape because I know Eddie uh, would not be training Andy unless he was being very cooperative and very dedicated to his program because he's a winner and he likes to win. He doesn't like to lose. And um, I just think it's a great matchup on that side and on our side here. Chris, we've been training for months now, probably, I don't know, going on our third month. So, you know, Chris has been very dedicated, just like I'm sure Andy is with, with Eddie and, um, just honing their skills, getting ready for May 1st, because they both want to win. Somebody asked me, is the pressure on Andy Ruiz? And I said, no. I said, it's on both guys. You know, both guys are working really hard. Nobody's coming in here to say that they're the, uh, B, you know, the, the B side of this uh, fight. No, they both think they're the A side, and they well should think that. And when you get two guys thinking like that, that are very well skilled at what they do, you're going to have a great fight. And I, I don't think anybody that is following this right now would think otherwise. I mean, when have you ever seen either guy in a bad fight? You know, they both give it their all and uh, they're heavyweights and they're hard hitting knockout artists. And I, I, for one, if I wasn't training, Chris, I would definitely be watching this fight, uh, looking forward to it. So, um, listen, I'm just excited to be here and we still got one more month to train and get ready for this. And, and so do they. And the better shape they get into, the more I think this fight is going to be more legendary than it than it would be otherwise. I, I think this is going to be one for the uh, the history books when everything is said and done. Thank you very much, Joe. Greatly appreciated the legendary Joe Goosen. Well, it's no secret that we have two outstanding trainers that are involved in this pay-per-view main event on May 1st. Coming your way on Fox Sports PBC pay-per-view, 9 Eastern, 6 Pacific time. Before that, 7 o'clock Eastern, 4 Pacific time. Lada and Lamana, that'll precede the pay-per-view. But let's talk about Andy Ruiz Jr., his esteemed trainer. Well, the fact that we have Joe Goosey, who is legendary, well, this man is really making a name for himself as one of the best, if not the best trainer in the game, and is carving out his own legacy as he continues with the likes of Canelo Alvarez and Oscar Valdez, and now Andy Ruiz Jr. I mean, talk about being an elite trainer in boxing. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome the esteemed trainer of Andy Ruiz Jr., Mr. Eddie Reynoso. Eddie. Hola, ¿cómo están? Buenas tardes. Eh, antes que nada, pues, eh, un placer estar con ustedes aquí. 
eh, saludos a todos los que están aquí presentes y pues mira eh, antes que nada quiero felicitar a Andy por, el, por todo el esfuerzo que ha hecho en el campamento, la dedicación que ha mostrado en cada uno de los entrenamientos eh, sabemos de las capacidades que él tiene para, para volver a ser campeón mundial y, y más que nada nos adaptamos bastante aquí en el gimnasio se encuentra muy motivado está trabajando mucho, está aprendiendo sabemos que el primero de mayo tendremos un, un oponente difícil, un peleador muy fuerte, un peleador agresivo, que tiene mucho talento, pero pues eh, el trabajo de nosotros es prepararlo bien, mentalizarlo bien y pues decirle al mundo del boxeo que, que van a ver otro Andy Ruiz, de un camino que, que va a culminar en volver a ser el campeón mundial. Estamos muy motivados todos aquí en el equipo, que respetamos al rival, pero pues nosotros vamos a hacer este, nuestro trabajo como siempre, con mucha dedicación y, y pues esperen ver otro Andy Ruiz y como te digo aquí personalmente lo quiero felicitar porque ha mostrado mucha disciplina, está trabajando bastante fuerte y los cambios se han notado poco a poco y, y el, primero de baño, el primero de mayo vamos a, a comenzar el camino al título mundial. Primero de todo, quiero felicitar a Andy Ruiz for his time, his dedication, uh, everything that he's given inside the gym. I want to wish everyone a good afternoon as well. Uh, we are very excited for May 1st. And you know what? Andy has put in a lot of time in the gym. You know, he is certainly motivated. He's learning a lot. And uh, we understand that on May 1st, we are going to be dealing with Chris Areola, who is aggressive and, and who's going to bring his best. But... You know, Andy is certainly extremely motivated. He's been putting in the work in the gym. And what I'll say about May 1st is that you are going to see um, this second beginning of Andy Ruiz's career. It is the start of Andy in his pursuit to once again become a world champion. We respect Chris Olam, but we are going to go in and do a work as always on May 1st. Eddie Reynoso, ladies and gentlemen, joining us. Well, now let's meet the man that Eddie is going to be training against. This man from East Los Angeles, 38 wins, six losses, one draw, 33 wins coming by way of knock-on. He's a veteran heavyweight contender who's known for all action fights. He's challenged for the heavyweight championship of the world on three separate occasions over the course of his storied career, along with facing a slew of top contenders and champions. In his last fight, this was in August of 2019 at Barclays Center, uh, he engaged in an epic confrontational war against Poland's own Adam Kownacki, a fight that he came up short against, but he was, you know, under the guidance of Joe Goosen. And what a battle it was, I believe at the time, and I don't know if this is correct or not, But that heavyweight fight set the CompuBox record for the most power punches thrown in a heavyweight prize fight. So that just goes to show you the kind of commitment and all-action fighter he is. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Chris Areola. Chris. Hey, how are you guys doing, man? Uh, let's first, uh, first off, let me uh, start off by saying um, my deepest uh, thoughts and prayers go out to the family of Rodney Hunt. You know, someone that's been in the boxing world for a very long time. I uh, heard of his passing this morning, and um, I'm deeply saddened by his uh, passing. He was a very nice man. Um, prayers go out to his family, his beautiful daughter, 
his wife. And uh, that being said, man, this is this is the this is a, a fight that, in all honesty, I've seen coming since the first time I've ever sparred Andy. I remember the first time I ever sparred him. The first time I ever seen him was a uh, a pudgy kid that went in the ring, and I thought nothing of him until he threw those hands, and those hands were lethal. Those hands were dangerous. They were fast, and he was a Mexican with speed. And, and I knew one day this day will come, and this day is here, and now I'm, I'm preparing, and I'm be, being ready for this man because he is a dangerous man. At one point, he wanted to be like me, and now I want to be like him. You know, he became the first heavyweight title. He did something that I didn't do, and, you know, and all, he deserved it. He deserves everything that he got. And now it's my turn. It's my time to, to uh, do my best to uh, uh, change everything, to change history, to prove that I am part of a, a great, an elite heavyweight, uh, an elite Mexican heavyweight. And um, I'm going to give him my all. I've given them my all already the past two months out here in uh, the Valley. And I got another month to go. So we get, we got to keep working. Um, can't wait till uh, May 1st for a great fight. Uh, rock 'em sock 'em kind of fight, and uh, I know I know Andy's prepared. I seen them legs. I seen him being ready. I seen him, I seen him uh, 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 buffing and and showing his new physique. And you know what? This is gonna be a great fight. This is gonna be a a fight that people should be talking about on the like I said, the water cooler talk kind of kind of mm -hmm. fight. And um, can't wait. Work still still more work to be done. And May first, I will be ready uh, to. Uh, Shop the world. Thank you very much, Chris. A very motivated Chris Adeola here on today's virtual press conference. Again, May 1st, Fox Sports, PBC pay-per-view, Andy Ruiz Jr. and Chris Adeola. Do not miss it from Dignity Health Sports Park in Carson, California. Well, let's talk about a man with the record of 33 wins, two losses, 22 wins coming by way of knockout. He made history in June of 2019, went to Madison Square Garden, defeated Anthony Joshua to become the unified heavyweight champion of the world. Uh, you know, many people thought that it was one of the biggest upsets in heavyweight history. I happen to fall. Has always been capable of, and he realized his lifelong dream. He became the first heavyweight world champion of Mexican descent and the first Mexican weighing over 175 pounds to capture a championship. So much thanks to Sam Jackson for finding out that tidbit of information. Ruiz would go on to lose the rematch to Anthony Joshua, but it's no secret, and as Chris Aliola pointed out, that Andy has rededicated himself, learning under the guidance of Eddie Reynoso, and he looks in impeccable physical shape. Yes, we've seen the photos of him looking just absolutely shredded with his large and strong uh, quad muscles, along with his speed that he has been working on inside the gym. Ladies and gentlemen, are from Imperial, California, the first and only Mexican champion in the heavyweight division. Ladies and gentlemen, here is Andy Ruiz Jr. Andy. Hey, hey how you doing, man? I just want to thank God for being here again and and this um, this place, and you know, we've been training really hard. We've been we've been training ever since my last defeat. You know, I've been I've been um, a little depressed. I've been going through a lot of stuff from before because I knew all the stuff that I had that that I did not do. You know, so 
I'm really motivated for May 1st. I know Chris Arriola is training hard. Like he said, um, the first time we, we met, I, I wanted to be like him. And now the, the tables has turned and, you know, he's motivated as well. But like I said, we're, we're ready. I've been training really hard. My mentality is where it needs to be. Um, you know, where we're ready for, for whatever's coming. Andy, I'll start with you as I'm going to talk with, with the fighters and the, and the trainers, and then we'll open it up to the media for questions, uh, various media outlets joining us from around the world. But Andy, is it fair to say, as you look at your trainer, Eddie Reynoso, uh, with Canelo, with Oscar Valdez, the one item that I feel like Eddie brings to whoever he trains is discipline, a certain level and expectation that he expects from his fighters is that fair to say? And how much has that, you know, bettered you as a pious fighter? You know what? It bettered me a lot because he told me if, if he's going to give me the opportunity to train here, I have to be disciplined. I have to be in the right state of mind. I have to give it all I got because they see the potential that I have, but I just got to be in 100%. And I've never seen myself in 100% until now. So, like I said, being with Canelo, being with Ryan, Oscar Valdez, we're all surrounded by, by great champions, great people that are motivated. So we're all on the same track and we help each other at, at points. So being right here with Eddie is just a, is just a blue. Every single day. And, you know, we're just working hard. Chris, is there a better venue than Dignity Health Sports Park for this fight? a matchup between two Mexican heavyweights that are going to go to war against each other? I've been, I've been to the arena plenty of times, lots of times to watch great fights. To watch, uh, um, I remember when um, Williams won that, won, that, won, that, won that title. The thing about that place, there's not a bad seat in the house. There's not a bad seat anywhere. You can sit in the nosebleeds and still have a great view of the fight. Sometimes I would just go up there just to hang out with the fans and watch the fight up there because emotion and everybody loves boxing there. The best place I could describe it is a uh, all-you-can-eat pavilion in Dodger Stadium. You know, everyone there is rowdy. That's everywhere in, inside the, the the tennis courts. They just want to watch a fight. They want to watch a war. All right. Well, now I'm going to turn it over to our esteemed PR team to open it up for questions from the media, wherever they are around the world, by all means, uh, make sure if you have any questions to hit the raise your hand button here on Zoom. All right. Thanks very much, Ray. As Ray just said, for all the media that have joined us, thank you for being here. And if you would, please hit that raise your hand button if you'd like to ask a question of the fighters, the trainers, or Tom Brown, of course. Um, we'll take our first question from Manuk Kopian from the LA Times. Manuk, please unmute yourself and feel free to ask your questions. Uh, good afternoon, gentlemen. Uh, Andy, my question is for you. Uh, you mentioned how much Eddie Reynoso has been that missing ingredient uh, at this phase of your career. Uh, what is the one particular thing that he's brought into your career at this point that has changed your approach into training, lifestyle, and and along those lines? Just by changing my mentality, you know, changing my mentality, knowing that once we're in this sport, we got to take it serious. We can't take nothing for granted. We have to work as hard and and him telling me those those words it, it means a lot you know but we've been training super hard man we've been working on a lot of different things um i have the ability to do a lot of different different moves and stuff and he's bringing the he's bringing that out of me so 
I'm just excited for May 1st to, to show the, the new Andy coming soon. You've had a lot of, uh, you've had trainers in the past, like Manny Robles and Abel Sanchez. So you, you've been with high caliber trainers. What do you think Eddie does that uh, has really changed your mindset and approach into the fight game right now? Yeah, I had a lot of different trainers and I appreciate it. A lot from each and every trainer. And um, but what Eddie does, he likes to perfect every punch, every movement, every little thing that we do. So we don't just go and throw and bang and all that. We perfect what we're gonna throw. If we're gonna throw the right hand, we perfect that. If we're gonna slip and and bob and weave, we're gonna counter punch, we're gonna throw punches. So he he likes to perfect every punch. So that, that's something that I've never had in a different trainer. And lastly, for me, um, a big thing about the last 16 months in your career has been your weight and how much you ballooned in the Joshua rematch. You weighed 283 that night. What is your target weight for the fight against Ariola? You know what? After my last defeat against Anthony Joshua in Saudi Arabia, I gained to like almost 320 pounds, 310 pounds. So we've been working slowly but surely. We want to be at 255, 250. We don't want to go too crazy um, losing weight. So right now we're trying to make the fat into muscle and, you know, just just, just work hard. The discipline is there. We just need to, um, you know, stay focused and, um, I'm not looking over past Chris Ariola because he's a tough fighter. He's a warrior. Um, you know, he, he takes a lot of punches and, you know, he, he's strong. But, uh, you know, we, we just got to stick to the game plan. Thank you, Andy. All right. Thanks, Manuk. Our next question will come from Keith Idek with Boxing Scene. Keith, please unmute yourself and ask your question. Uh, yes, my first question is for Andy. Uh, Andy, you mentioned how difficult it was for you to go through losing your title and, and how hard that was for you to deal with. Can you speak to what was most difficult about it? What were you most disappointed about in terms of, you know, how you trained for the fight maybe and how the fight went? Well, uh, losing um, from my last fight against Anthony Joshua, it was, it was devastating, you know, because I did not do the things that I was supposed to do. And I look back right now, and I'm like, damn, man, if I would have stayed dedicated, if I would have stayed um, disciplined and, and do the right things that I was supposed to do. And that was the most important fight of my life um, on the rematch against Anthony Joshua. But now it's totally different. Now I got my, my mind right. Um, you know, uh, I got a great trainer. So we're just. I was, of course, I was really disappointed because I knew the, the ability that I had and to stay champion. Andy, what was it that, that led you to maybe not prepare the right way for the last fight? Well, a lot of people got to understand that I've been waiting for this moment my whole life. And once that moment happened, you know, it, I, I kind of went, went a little off, off the off the road, you know, I started doing things that I thought I would never be able to do. I wasn't really focused on, on the price on the bag, you know? So, but now, um, like I said, I was really devastated. I do not want to go back. I do not want to do the same mistakes that I did before. And like I said, I'm more motivated than I ever been before. I have God on my side and, and um, Eddie right here. So we're, we're ready for whatever that comes my way. You mentioned to Manuk that you would like to weigh 250, 255 or so for your fight against Chris. 
How much different of a fighter do you think you'll be at that weight as opposed to how you were when you fought Joshua the second time? You know what? I've always been overweight. And now that I've been dropping weight um, normally and in the right way by eating right, not just wearing the sauna suit, starving yourself, because that's what I used to do back in the day. But now that we have that we're eating the right things, we're working on the right things. And um, I feel amazing, man. I, I could say this. I feel amazing. I'm more I could do better stuff that I was that I couldn't do before because of my big gut. My I had cheat cheese, I had punches and all that. But you know, um, now I'm more motivated. I'm more dedicated in this sport, and you know, sky's the limit. All right, thanks very much, Keith. Um, as a reminder to media, if you have any questions, please raise your hand and let's please, if we could, everyone keep it to, you know, a max of two questions, um, per person. And please, uh, remember we have Chris on the line as well. And if you have any questions for him, as well as the trainers, let's work those in as well. Um, our next questions are going to come from Jeremy here, just with fan sided Jeremy, please unmute yourself and ask away. Hi, uh, gentlemen. Uh, this first question is for, for Chris. Uh, Chris, I know that, that you, know, you lost by unanimous decision against Kovnovsky, but you also set a record for heavyweights and throwing punches. Um, I know you must have been disappointed, but were you also encouraged that you were able to kind of, at, you know, a bit older, still kind of put out that type of punch output? You know, it's not so much, it's not so much uh, the punch output. It's more the fact that I was willing to I was willing to work and I threw and I was willing to throw combinations when I wanted to. I was in great shape for that fight. The thing that I look back on, if if anything I, I'm negative about, is the, the cards. This one judge gave me just two rounds. It's pretty freaking ridiculous. And I, I personally believe that the worst I could have got is a draw in that fight. And I came into that fight in great shape, and I will come in the shape in this fight, if not better shape than that that fight. Um, next question is for, for Andy. Um, Andy, you've talked a lot about, you know, what you went through after the loss to Joshua. How long did that kind of period of depression last and what, what really helped bring you out of it? No, like I've been gone for a year and, and some months, you know, and of course, it's going to feel devastating because I didn't do the things that I was supposed to do. So, of course, I still keep that grudge inside my heart because I don't want to. I don't want to go back and do the same error that I did before. So now that I'm with the right team, my mentality is it's on the right track. So I don't want to keep that that focus. Um, you know, I just want to stay disciplined for not just for this fight, but for all the fights that I have in the future. All right. Thanks very much, Jeremy. We're going to take our next questions from Mike Rosenthal with Boxing Junkie with USA Today Sports. Mike, you can go ahead and unmute yourself and ask your question. Hey, guys. Hope everybody's doing well. Uh, question for Chris. Uh, speaking of discipline, Chris, you seem to find it late in your career. Um, tell me if I'm accurate. And two, is, do you sort of kick yourself and go, damn, I wish I would have figured this out a decade ago? Uh, there's not too many things that I'm that I regret in my life, man. You know, I'm, I did find it late. It is what it is. I'm here now. I'm working hard now. That's all that matters. The past is the past, and just leave it back there. I'm not one that dwells on the past too much. 
because shit, it happened already. There's nothing you can change about it. Just worry about tomorrow because tomorrow is going to come. So you better be ready today. Every day I just prepare ready to get ready for tomorrow. Um, I don't I don't really care about the past. It happened. It's gone. What can I do about it? Nothing. All I can worry about is tomorrow. So that's what we're doing here. We're preparing. We're getting ready for tomorrow or May 1st. So now that I have this new uh, added uh, uh, energy inside me, added love for the game, it just makes it a lot easier to hit the gym and to uh, listen to Joe when I don't want to listen to him. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Chris. Good luck. Thank you. All right. Thanks, Michael. Our next question is going to come from Ellie Secback with ES News. Ellie, you can go ahead and unmute yourself and ask your question. Hello, everyone. How are you guys doing? So question for both Chris and, and, uh, and, um, um, uh, and Andy. I wanted to know, when you guys sparred, what do you guys remember from that session? Well, just that we're both warriors, man. We don't like to give up. Um, we take punches, we receive them, and we give them back, you know. Um, and I have nothing but love um, with Chris Arreola, you know. We're friends outside of the ring, but inside of the ring, you know, is business. And, you know, outside of the – like, to this day, I'll, I'll give him a hug and be like, bro, we're about to fight, and, you know, that we're going to – you know, we got to secure the bag. That, that's what it is. Yeah. Um, one thing that I remember, like, about Andy is – I mean – I, I didn't think that he was going to have the hand speed that he had. I didn't think that he was going to have the skills that he had. And once we got in the ring, holy fuck, was, did I have a rude awakening? You know, this this kid that came from Mexicali put hands on me. You know, he was putting hands on me, and I was putting hands on him back. And even though he was <laughs> 17 years old, I remember that uh, we're, going, we're banging. We're banging hard. And instead of quitting, nah, he kept coming. And uh, it was it was a fun sparring session. I remember that very much. And I had nothing but respect for him then, and I have nothing but respect for him now. And uh, I was one of those guys that predict that he was going to beat Joshua the first time. All right, excellent. Thanks very much, Ellie. Our next question is going to come from Ernesto Amador. Ernesto, please unmute yourself, and you can ask your question. Thank you. Uh, let me start with Chris, please. Uh, Chris, if you can answer in, in English and Spanish, please. You, you shocked the world with your last performance, and it was great to, to, to watch your fight because you throw a lot of punches. And, and I agree with you. At least you deserve a, a draw. Uh, what is the meaning for you to, to have this uh, emotional fight? I mean, uh, and how is the feeling now that you're going to fight against the one Mexicans who conquer the thing that you dream all your career? You know what? In, in all honesty, I, I've I knew that me and Andy one day were going to fight since the first day we sparred. And this is just basically, it was, it was meant to be. This fight between me and Andy was meant to be, eventually. Yo me acuerdo de la primera vez que hicimos sparring yo y Andy. Y yo dije que un día de estos nos vamos a enfrentar. Pero cuando nos enfrentaríamos va a ser por una bolsa, por una buena bolsa. Porque él tiene, él tenía, él tenía la rapidez, tenía la combinación, tenía el corazón que se necesita para ser un campeón. Aquí un día de estos, íbamos a pelear y, y aquí estamos, el primero de mayo, vamos a tener una guerra. 
Muy bien, ahora para Andy y para Eddie, con el gusto de saludarlos a todos. Eh, Andy, Eddie, eh, la pregunta es esta. Eh, dice Andy que estuvo deprimido, dice que pasó momentos complicados, pero eso me parece que lo hace un peleador muy peligroso. ¿Qué, ¿Qué va a hacer Eddie Reynoso para sacar ese sentimiento de sacarlo de la depresión y llevarlo a ser un hombre peligrosísimo? ¿Y qué has hecho tú, Andy, para, para cambiar ese sentimiento de estar deprimido, de saber que fallaste, para convertirlo nuevamente en recuperar el ojo de tigre? El ayos de Tiger. Pues es la disciplina y como tú dices, no se puede jugar boxeo. So, por eso aquí andamos, aquí andamos en chinga, entrenando duro. Yo no me quiero... Uh, como yo, yo no quiero a perder otra vez y, y siendo las cosas que no estaba haciendo bien, pero ahora que ando disciplinado, que ando, ando haciendo las cosas bien aquí con el Eri, pues me siento bien, pues bien feliz, me siento bien fuerte. So, um, estoy listo para, primer, para el mayo primero y si Dios quiere vamos a agarrar esa victoria. Gracias, Andy. Eddie, ¿cómo conviertes ese sentimiento de, de Andy eh, en un hombre muy peligroso en el ring? Mira, este, antes que nada, quiero decirles que Andy está haciendo un gran campamento. Todos los que decían que era un, un, un boxeador indisciplinado, la verdad, mi, para nada. Aquí está trabajando bastante fuerte, le está echando mucho, pues, mucha disciplina a, a cada uno de los entrenamientos, en lo físico, en lo técnico. Está muy enfocado, está muy emocionado con, con volver a, a ser otro boxeador. Y, y créanme lo que este primero de, de mayo van a ver a otro Andy Ruiz totalmente distinto y pues como te digo, reiterarle que lo felicito porque ha mostrado mucha disciplina en este campamento. So I'm going to translate uh, Eddie's um, response. Ernesto, do you want to go ahead and let the um, viewers know what you asked uh, Eddie Reynoso? Oh, uh, Ray, sorry, I moved. Yeah, if you want to go ahead and translate his yeah, response. I just, I just wanted to go ahead. What Ernesto asked is, you know, how has Andy Ruiz been in camp and You know, what does he see differently? Eddie Reynoso stated, Andy is, is strong. He has this tremendous amount of focus. You know, this has been a, a great camp and we are doing some, some great work. And, you know, as I mentioned, you know, I congratulate Andy for, you know, his effort, his dedication to, you know, training and, and what he's done. And I do believe that on uh, May 1st, you are going to see a totally different and much more improved Andy Ruiz Jr. All right, excellent. Thanks, Ray. Our next question is going to come. Um, bear with me here. We're going to go with sporting news. Mark, you can go ahead and unmute yourself and ask your question. Mark, if you can hear me, please remember to unmute yourself. Come on, Mark, I'm hungry. All right, we'll move on to the next question. Our next one will come from Carlos Toro with Fightful and Fight Game Media. Carlos, please unmute yourself and ask your question. Everybody, thanks so much for taking time to talk to us. You know, Andy, first question. You know, when you first linked up with Eddie Reynoso and you guys sat down and tried to see what can you guys work on did you was it the was it to try and become you know the same Andy Ruiz that beat Anthony Joshua at Madison Square Garden and sort of build upon that or was it to sort of become a a new version a new Andy Ruiz a, a different fighter that we kind of have seen previously you know what when we first met up it was like 
all right, what do you want? Do like what what are, what are we gonna do? Are you gonna be the same fighter like you were before, or are you gonna take it to the next level like I'm doing with the other fighters? So I was like, you know what, Eddie, I wanna do whatever it takes for me to become a, a two-time heavyweight champion of the world. And you know what? And that, that's when I made my decision. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna give all my all the discipline that I have, uh, every sacrifice that I have to do to to approve myself and, you know, prove um, to all my fans because I feel I let a lot of people down. And like I said, I'm, I'm more motivated than ever. And having Eddie right here on my side, working together, changing all the stuff that, that I didn't do on my last fight or ever, um, it, it just feels good. And a quick question for Chris, you know, you, you mentioned that you were in great shape for the Adam Kanofsky fight. And, you know, we all know about the, the great punch out, but do you believe that that kind of work rate, that level of activity is something that you also kind of have to replicate for this Andy Reese fight? Or do you think that it's a, a different game, a different style that you need for a fighter like Andy? You know, personally, I, I know it's a different style. I know that I have to come with a different game plan. At the end of the day, we're going to fight. At the end of the day, we're going to have a, some kind of a, Rock'em Sock'em moment, but the thing is, you know, we have to be smart, man. You know, Andy has that hand speed that Kaunaski, Kaunaki did not. You know, Kaunaki is a strong man, but he's not a fast man. You know, Andy has those hand speeds that if you don't bring your hands back, you're going to get caught. And I've been on that receiving end of, of getting caught with uh, someone like uh, Remain Severn, you know. I got caught with a shot that I didn't see coming, and I don't want that happening against Andy. Because Andy, I think, has a bigger uh, punchy power than uh, um, Stavern has. All right. Thanks very much, Carlos. Our next question is going to come from Inyaki Arzarte from Univision. Uh, Inyaki, please unmute yourself and you can ask your question. Hi, ready. Inyaki. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Uh, nice to meet you. Uh, well, the first question is going to be for Eddie Reynoso. Eddie, eh, ¿qué compromiso? ¿Cómo está representado este compromiso de entrenar a Andy Ruiz, especialmente por todo lo que ha implicado la reducción de peso con Samir, eh, con eh, Munir Somoya y el plan de pelea que tiene para el próximo primero de mayo? Eh, ¿Qué tal? ¿Cómo estás, Iñaki? Pues mira, eh, es un es un reto que tenemos, un compromiso muy muy fuerte con con Andy, con todo su equipo, con su papá, que nos dio la confianza, con Andy también que pues confió en nuestro trabajo. Eh, hemos estado trabajando muy fuerte, hemos estado trabajando con mucha, con mucha disciplina, todavía nos quedan algunas semanas para cerrar bien el campamento y, y es un reto, el reto de, de nosotros como equipo es volverlo a ser campeón mundial y, y más que nada que se mantenga mucho tiempo como campeón. Sabemos que los los rivales son difíciles, pero confiamos mucho en el talento que tiene Andy. Sabemos todavía mucho que dar en el boxeo y vamos a, a sacar lo mejor, lo mejor que tiene Andy Ruiz como, como peleador. Perfecto, Eddie. Can you uh, uh, well, the second, uh, uh, the second is for Joe. Joe, how different boxing style are you expecting from Andy Ruiz, especially talking about the fight plan for the next May 1st? Do I feel that Andy Ruiz is going to have a different... Inyaki, before you go, Ray, would you mind translating? What yeah, I, I was going to say, so So the question was, is what compromise did Eddie make or what agreement did they come to terms with with him and, and Andy to be able for Eddie 
to train Andy. And Eddie's Reynoso, his response, it was, listen, we talked with his father and his entire team, and it's a very strong agreement. They gave us the confidence that Andy was going to, you know, work hard in the gym, and he's done exactly that. Look, the, you know, the, uh, the focus is for Andy to once again become a world champion. We realize that there are a lot of tough contenders and rivals within the heavyweight division. But I believe, along with Andy, that he has a lot left. And, and, you know, we have to continue. We have a month left of training camp. You know, we're going to put in more work and time in the gym and get ourselves, you know, 100% ready for May 1st. Okay. Thank you, guys. And the second, uh, for Joe, Oli, how different boxing style are you expecting from Andy Ruiz, uh, talking about the fight plan for May 1st? Well, look, I think Andy's style is Andy's style. I think the difference is going to be that he doesn't have to contend with being overweight. He even stated himself. He can, he can do more things with that weight off. And now that he's transitioning his body, I think he'll have the same style. It's just going to be a new improved style. Um, I, he may or may not agree with that, but um, then on uh, uh, per Andy, um, you know, he's been learning new things, um, new moves. He said, I'm doing moves that I didn't think I was capable of. So I'm sure he's going to have the same basic style he's always had because, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of hard to change your whole style. But I think what he's going to do is he's improved his style. He's added on to his style. So I think we can expect to see Andy Ruiz maybe at his best that he's ever been. All right. Thanks very much, Nyaki. We're just going to Andy, take a couple know. more questions. We're going to take a couple more questions here. Our next one's going to come from Salvador Rodriguez with ESPN Deportes. Uh, Salvador, please unmute yourself and you can ask a question. Thank you. Thank you. Hello, everyone. I see the four guys. Uh, I'm saying hello first. Andy, what did you wait for the, for the when you came to the gym with Eddie Reynoso and right now? Yo estaba como casi 300 libras cuando estaba con el con el Eri y y la meta es estar a 255. 2.55 es la meta. Sí, 2.55 para esta pelea es la meta para estar fuerte. Estamos perdiendo el peso um, como debe de ser y poco a poco vamos a estar bajando y, y poniendo más músculo. Okay, he said that he, he came to the gym with Eddie in 300,000. Uh, the goal is 250 for the fight. Uh, y esta es para, para Chris y, y para ti, Andy. Uh, el 1 de mayo se puede plantar una semilla, ¿no? Sé que lo que hiciste, Andy, fue, fue brutal ser campeón del mundo, pero yo creo que después de verlos el 1 de mayo, muchos pesos pesados de sangre mexicana van a querer seguir su ejemplo, van a querer estar ahí estelarizando como lo pueden estar haciendo ustedes. Así lo sienten también. Claro que sí, pues eh, yo, yo no, um, cada pelea es difícil, yo no estoy diciendo que el, el juez Arriola va a estar fácil o nada de eso, porque yo sé que él viene con, con todo, él pega duro, y como él dice, y nosotros ya esparreamos desde hace mucho, y pues um, por la meta es a ganar, y uh, como dicen, a ganar. 
Chris. Can you translate uh, what you said in English, please? Oh, uh, me? Yeah, if you can yeah, translate what you said sorry. in English. Sorry about that, you know. That, um, that, yeah, we've been training really hard, man. And like I said, on May 1st, it's going to be an all-action fight. I don't, I don't um, think Arrela's going to be an easy fight. I know he's training really hard with Goosen. And, you know, I, I'm excited and I'm ready for whatever he's going to bring. And I'm excited for whatever um, I'm going to improve and, and show the people out there. All right. Thanks very much, Salvador. Uh, all right. Our last question is going to come from Gail Falkenthal. Gail, you can feel free to unmute yourself and ask your question, please. Thank you, gentlemen. Andy and Chris, you're both fathers with young kids. Do you get motivation or role models and show an example by what you're doing in this fight, not only for your own kids, but other kids out there? Uh, speaking for myself, um, yeah, that's one thing that if I go down, I get back up because I want my kids to see that no matter what, I'm giving them my all my in the ring. No matter what, I'm putting myself out there. No matter what I'm doing, I believe in myself. And I want my kids, I want all the kids to believe in themselves. You know, you could become what you want if you really want it, but you got to put the time in it. You got to put the time and effort into it. You can't give up. You can't give up on your dreams. I'm still fighting for my dream. I'm trying. I'm still fighting to be where Andy's at. That's what I'm fighting for. You know, Andy proved to his kids that he could do it. He proved to everyone. He proved to the world. He proved to all the Mexican kids. He proved to all the American kids. He proved to everyone that, you know, people could talk crap about you. Be like, hey, you're a fat guy. You're not going to be nobody. Well, <laughs> guess what? That fat guy became a world heavyweight champion. And he knocked out a man that looked like an Adonis. You know what I mean? Body doesn't mean nothing. All that matters is right here, your heart, your ticker. And he proved it. And that's what I'm trying to do. Yep, and I agree. I agree totally with Chris Arriola. My kids are my motivation, you know. I feel, you know, I, I got to secure the bag for their futures as well, just how Chris Arriola is trying to do for his kids. And, you know, um, like when I got when I got down when when they dropped me I got back up and that's what that's what I want my kids to know too that in in any circumstances it's either in boxing or anything else in life if you're down you could get back up but you gotta want it yourself so you just gotta be disciplined and you know work hard and what you really want to do. Yep. All right. Well, All right. Thank you very much to the uh, media. Also want to thank. Uh, the fighters want to thank Andy Ruiz, Eddie Reynoso, Chris Areola, Joe Goosen. I uh, wanted to go ahead and thank all of them for taking out the time uh, for what they've been able to do here, you know, to talk with the media and everybody else. Also, Tom Brown of TGB Promotions and all Mexican extravaganza comes your way Saturday, May 1st, 9 Eastern, 6 Pacific time on Fox Sports, PBC Pay-Per-View, Andy Ruiz Jr., Chris Areola, an all-Mexican heavyweight slugfest front and center from Digging the Hell Sports Park in Carson, California. Gentlemen, thank you so much. We will see you in about a month's time as we get ready for your heavyweight showdown. All right, my friend, man. I appreciate all you guys. And also, on sale, AXS.com. 
is when you want to get them, limited tickets are available. Dignity Health will be open in a limited capacity following all local and state health guidelines. The event brought to you by TGB Promotions and presented by Premier Boxing Champions. We'll see you in about a month. It is Ruiz and Adeola May 1st on PBC Fox Sports Pay-Per-View.